Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. Today I wanted to discuss a topic that I know I have needed many times in my life, and that we will all need when the bottom falls out. And that topic is hope. I have titled today's discussion, During Dark Times, because that's when I have needed hope the most. So to begin with, I wanted to define the hope I am speaking of about here, because there is hope, and then there is hope. First, the dictionary version of hope is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. But the Bible's meaning of hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised, and its strength is in His faithfulness towards us. The hope that God gives us is the kind of hope that gets us through our darkest times. When we feel so overwhelmed that we think we might not make it to see another day, or when a situation seems so bad you can't see a way out and there is no help in sight. With the hope of God, we can be assured that He is with us and will give us the strength we need to make it through if we faithfully put our hope in Him. I know I have had times where my situation felt hopeless. As a matter of fact, I had no hope at all. There was no standard definition of hope for me, but the Lord gave me hope in Him when there was no hope for me to find. When I was at my lowest point, he raised me up and gave me the strength to move forward. If I had not received the hope that God gave me, I truly don't know where I would be today. And I want to share that hope with all of you today, because I believe it is the kind of hope we all need, and deep down inside, the hope that we are all looking for. So let's get into the Word and see what the Bible says about hope. The first verse I'm going to read is Jeremiah 29, 11-13, and it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. This verse helps me to know that God's plans for me are meant for my good, and even when I am in dismal times, I can have hope for the future. But I must be praying and bringing it before Him, and it's His promise that He will be listening. The last verse is so encouraging to me. If we seek him wholeheartedly, we will find him. Not might find him, but will find him, because of his faithfulness and love towards us. The next verse is Isaiah forty thirty one, and it says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. If we put our trust and hope in the Lord, he will give us the strength we need to keep moving forward. Look at what the verse is saying here. We will soar high like eagles, run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. When he is our hope, we can rise above any situation, run through the worst storm and not grow weary, walk through the darkest times and not faint. Oh, what a hope we can have in him. Psalms 119 verse 114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. I brought this verse up because I wanted to make sure we all understand how important being in God's Word is. Without being in the Word and strengthening our one-on-one -on -one relationship with Him, it's hard for Him to be our refuge, our shield, or our hope. Because He speaks to us through His Word, and it is our source of hope. It is where we get our wisdom, guidance, and understanding of who God is and His will for our lives. Psalms 33, verse 22 says, Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord for our hope is in you alone. This verse is a good one to pray because it reminds us to put our hope in the Lord alone, but it also reminds us to ask for his unfailing love 
to surround us. Now, I don't know about you, but I definitely need unfailing love surrounding me when the darkness descends and the bottom falls out. Thank you, Lord, for your unfailing love. Psalms 42, verse 11 says, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. These are good inward-looking questions to pose to ourselves when we are feeling hopeless, because when we answer them, we can bring the answer before the Lord in prayer. Then we can give them over to Him, put our hope back in God, and get our focus back on Him. That way, we can get the wisdom and understanding we need to face the issue, so we will be able to move forward with renewed strength. The last verse I wanted to share is for the greatest hope we can have, and that hope is salvation through Jesus Christ. I will be reading Romans 5, verses 1 through 11, and it says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his Son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. There is so much going on in this verse, we could go over it for an hour and barely scratch the surface of the meaning of it. But there are some key points from this verse that I wanted to go over for this discussion. First of all, we as believers can have hope because of the sacrifice Jesus made to bring us into a right relationship with God. And we are therefore able to be friends of God. But without Jesus, our sins prevent that from happening. Without having Jesus Christ as your Savior, you still live in condemnation from God because of your sins. We are all sinners, and there is no other payment acceptable to God for our sins except for the blood that was shed by Jesus Christ. I really want us to think about what it is saying in verses 7 and 8. How many people would be willing to die for a good person that they don't know just because they're a good person? Maybe some, but probably not many out there would make that sacrifice. Now, how many of us would give our lives for a serial killer, rapist, or even a thief? I'm willing to say that probably no one wants to switch places with someone on death row or living out a life sentence. Thank God Jesus Christ was willing to sacrifice himself for us all because it gives all of us sinners hope. It gives us the greatest hope that we can have an eternal afterlife with God. Jesus gave his life for us all who truly believe on him, so we can have that hope. There is no sin too big or too small to keep us from that hope when we believe in Jesus' sacrifice for us, because all sin is equal in God's eyes, and any and all sin separates us from God. But Jesus' death on the cross 
paid the penalty for those sins for all who believe. Finally, it says we can rejoice when we run into problems and trials because it develops endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our hope of salvation. So the next time problems and trials come up, remember God is using those situations to help us develop character and to give us the strength and endurance to be who he has made us to be. To give us hope to make it through the next trial because hope in him got us through the multitude of trials before that. Problems and trials are sure to come to us all. But with Jesus, we can have hope to make it through even the hardest ones. If you are a believer, don't forget to tap into that hope when you start to feel like the situation is hopeless. If you are not a believer, please don't wait another day to come to Jesus. His arms are open wide, and he is waiting to give you hope for all situations and a hope of eternal salvation. If you would like to know Jesus as your Savior, you can do so right now. Just pray something like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And the penalty for sin is death and eternal separation from you. And I ask for your forgiveness from my sins. I believe you died on the cross and rose again from the dead three days later. I turn away from my sins and ask you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that for the first time and mean it with all your heart, you can rest assured that Jesus Christ is your Savior. I would recommend that you go and find a good Bible-preaching church to attend so you can grow in the faith and find out who Jesus really is. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism, and until next time, go and share the hope of Jesus Christ with whoever you can, because no one is guaranteed tomorrow.